early. Yeah. Yo, what's good, folks? Man, Another episode of early. One eighteen, man. Yeah. Um. Subscribe first of yeah, all. Hold up. Hold go up. ahead. Yeah, you already man. know what you I mean, do. Go ahead. It's going up slowly but surely. I see like y'all like to listen like every other week. But <laughs> go ahead, subscribe. I know a lot of y'all that are tuned in don't even subscribe. It's kind of crazy. Subscribe. Go tell your friends to subscribe. Tell your family members to subscribe. All that. We appreciate that. Yeah. Facts. Um. It's funny that you say that because I feel like I'm, I'm gonna ask you how often do you subscribe to YouTube channels? Um, I'll tell let's you be this. completely candid here. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> no, no. So I'll be real. Um, I don't actually even think about subscribing until I come to your channel. Yeah. Multiple times. And yeah. I can have the wherewithal to be like, yo, I keep coming back here. Yeah. I'll subscribe. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. But. Let's be real. I'm never about to subscribe to something that maybe is just one time a one off or like 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 oh this looks like I'm not gonna front as if maybe there wasn't one piece of content that made me subscribe. Like there's yeah yeah yeah. Those you, like, Yo, subscribe you have that in your capacity. Gotta, you know more so it really be like tutorials shit. Like I'm like oh, damn that was a joke. something you can learn from. Or like it's usually be that. It's yeah. not like inter- I don't yeah, entertainment. Yeah, yeah. It really got to reel me back. Like I'm like yeah. oh this is. I've been keep coming a couple times. Let yeah. me go ahead and stay in the loop. Yeah. So when it's more educational, I'm really quick to press the subscribe. Whereas opposed where I feel like it's like a personality or I'm like vibing with it, mm-hmm. or it's kind of like entertainment. It's like kind of like have to keep coming back. Mm-hmm. If I notice if you notice like, you've been back like three, four, or like, five exactly, times, right? it's like, like let me subscribe. Three, right. Not even two, like sometimes yeah. like, uh, like sometimes yeah. it's just like I don't want certain shit on my feet. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. Know what I'm saying? Like nah. literally. Um, but you know, after third, fourth time, it's like, yo, know, this is the type of shit I actually don't even want to search for now. I just want it right here. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I, but I, of, I do yeah. have a metric. I never think about it, but now when you do, I, I'm like, yeah, I don't just randomly subscribe. I yeah, think. yeah. Um, I was kinda I was I think I, I move in a similar vibe where um I gotta feel like I'm learning something from that channel. Okay. And then not just feel like I'm learning something from that channel, but also I I'm so interested in what that channel's subject matter is that I want to know when they drop they're dropping they another video. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? 100%. Um, and that also kind of goes to show that my a lot of my a lot of the content I consume on YouTube is educational stuff. You know what I'm saying? There is there is definitely some um, like entertainment stuff sprinkled here and there, but for the most part, it's educational shit or not as a, i don't even really mean educational shit i just more mean things that i can Sometimes learn it's from just a conversation between yeah. individuals where it's like yo bro i just want to listen but i feel like i can learn from it you know what i'm saying or, or. so in that regard yeah i'm very um it's like not to make it like school-esque i'm not like yeah 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 like yeah educational like, sounds so yeah notes. it's kind of like yo <laughs> i might be in commute or i might be you know chilling and doing some work and it's like you know, sometimes like when we talk about like, you know, how you can overhear a conversation in real life, be like, yo, these people talk about shit. It's mm-hmm. like, no, bro, like I can literally same put thing. conversation. Yeah, you can pick it. Yeah, I can pick which type of content. And then, you know, just sometimes sometimes it's a passive listening process. But it's like sometimes when something strikes, I'm literally coming up from my work like, oh, mm-hmm. let me run that back. Down. Yeah, yeah. You know, what facts, you facts. Yeah, And it's kind of like, yo, you really feel like you're doing like. You know, you say you're knocking out multiple birds with that one stone, right? Yeah. It's just like, damn, bro, I feel like I'm just, I'm learning, but I'm also executing. Yeah, and we we live in a I don't really. Feel like I'm compromising. I'm like, this is dope. I feel like yeah. it's a little cheat code I got going on. You know, I feel like we live in a really interesting world right now, where the amount of information that's just available out there on places like YouTube, and there's other things where you know what I'm saying, like Audible is also a, another good app where yeah, you can yeah. listen to shit. Right. Um, any of the podcast apps, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, we're living in a really interesting time where it's so there's so much knowledge out there that you can just consume passively, you know. Um, and if you think about how many things we do in a day that allow you to do that and listen to something, you right. know what I'm saying? Like right. you can be doing your work and listening to something um, that you can learn from. And then that just like enhances your capabilities. You know what I mean? Um, as opposed to, as opposed to having to literally read something to learn it. I don't know. That's something that I thought about the other day. 
because I'm all I'm almost always while I'm working listening to something. I'm all I'm all, almost always when I'm driving listening to something. You know what I'm saying? If I'm like washing the dishes or cleaning up around my crib, I'm listening to something. And it's funny. I think we've this is actually a while ago. I think we've definitely we might have had some like definitely off air conversation similar to this. I guess about the retaining information versus mm -hmm. like a a listening audiobook experience versus mm -hmm. like reading, right? And I feel like the list, like the audiobook, it kind of more so morphs into like an everyday lifestyle. It's like I can get this in because I can literally. This is like a multitask task. Mm -hmm. I don't have to solely do this, mm -hmm. uh, and not not necessarily saying you lose anything or not a lot by audiobook. You're still getting the information. It's mm -hmm. in a convenient way, so you're yeah. like, yo, I don't know when I would get to read. Yeah, yeah. But this audio shit, I can because reading is I, something you got to focus on. That so like, that's if you're what reading, I was going to say, do that. right? So when you're actually reading physically, right? Now, obviously, what do you sacrifice? You sacrifice the time, yeah, and because you need to take the time to read it, and then also and the focus. that multitask factor is you can't, is, you can't is, do that. Is void. Yeah. You like, you know, I, I would love to hear somebody tell me how the fuck they multitask. How they read and, and wash the dishes, and, or like read fuck, and uh, whatever the, the fuck. The yeah. only thing where I've seen, and even then, you kind of gotta be like this type of person, like. A treadmill. I've seen people have. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. And I'm like, you know, I'm. I be that, like, that kudos sense. to y'all yeah, because sometimes I be like, sometimes like I be like, yo, my, this is giving me like a little headache. Like I'm like, yo, trying <laughs> to, to like read. actually because you and, have to be walking on the treadmill to actually run on a treadmill bro, and read is kind of hard. Yeah, because like, or I'm, you could be doing the eyes, the bike. Like, I keep moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, fuck. Your words, you can't follow the words with your eyes. Hundred percent. But if you're like on the bike or something like that, that would be a thousand percent. So like, I guess I'm saying, there's definitely an. I really don't think like these are some type of things I like there's no we're not talking about cons. There's really no negatives to this. Yeah, it's yeah, a preference yeah. thing, right? I feel like of course to me personally, let me not even say of course, but for me personally, I do feel like there is that extra oomph that you do get from reading just because of how it requires all your focus to be literally right here yeah, with it. Yeah. You know, as opposed to multitask. Sometimes when you multitask and you you delve into content. You might find you yourself things. revisiting the content. Like you're like, you want to that. revisit it. Yeah. And then you'll be like, oh, I never knew this. But yeah. sometimes, like, if you were reading, you're not nothing gonna slip. It might be a reminder, but nothing sometimes it's like I feel like the, the ability for something to slip past you yeah. is less. It's like, yo, bro, I have read all of this shit. Yeah. It's a reminder, if anything. I was gonna say, so I agree with some parts of that and disagree with some parts. Yeah, I think I think um, that no yeah, go ahead. sound uh let me said no sound. That's, I don't. No, I think we're. I think we're oh, good yeah, on the YouTube. Okay, cool, but maybe cool, on cool, there. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, all right, um, I so you said something about okay. Yeah, when you're reading, you retain more, and when you're listening, you are likely to retain less. And I I agree with that. Um, I also would say that me personally, something that I always struggled with when reading is that I would. I would be reading and my eyes would be looking at the words and I'll get like halfway down the page and I'll be like, wait, what did I just read? I didn't retain shit that I saw. You know what I'm saying? I was kind of just like looking at the words and I'll like regain consciousness and I'll be like, damn, I didn't, I didn't, re I didn't retain any of that. Do you I have ever to go feel back like and reread. Like in those moments, do you feel as if you forcing yourself to read or do you feel as if maybe you're in a state where it's like, yo, let me get this reading and the whole time it's like, yo, I'm kind of like tired. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because I resonate 100% where I'm like, yo, let me go read right now. The whole time I'm kind of like, it might be a lull in the day yeah. and I'm like, I have time, let me go read. And then I might read and then sometimes I'll be like, yo, why did I just read the same thing? Yeah, like three, like times? three times. Like, yeah, I'm about to sleep. Like, and yo, that's a, like, and, it's like, yo, what the fuck am and I that's, doing? <laughs> no facts. And so that's kind of that's how I would feel when I was reading, when I was doing more required reading, like for school or something. Right, right. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Okay. I'm um, in adulthood where I'm reading things that I want to read, that happens way less. But also in adulthood, I don't really read books. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really read anything to retain the information unless it's like you know um say i'm waiting somewhere and there's a magazine right there and i want to read that you know what i'm saying like if i'm if i'm doing something random and there's like and there's material right there to read then i'll read that but for the most part if i want to consume a book 
I'm going to find the audio version of it. If I can't find the audio version of it, I'll probably just let it go. You know what I'm saying? Like there's been, there's been, on, there's, there hasn't really been any books I could think of in the last, like, let's say five to 10 years that if I wanted to consume it, I couldn't find the audio version of it. Right, um, right. The, there, I do have a couple of books, like people that have been in my crib. There's like a couple of books that I, I keep either um, on, like on my table, but right. those are books that, so those are, um, I have The Daily Laws by Robert Greene and I have The Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday. Mm-hmm. Those are books that are more like, um, kind of like you mentioned before, they're kind of like reflective type books. You revisit um, them. Yeah, you revisit them. It's like every day has like a different passage and, you know, I can start my day or end my day just reading the passage of the day and, you know, it's it's right. it's literally a page right. per day. Right. So I can read a page and keep focused. Um, when I, I used to really struggle with required reading in school, because like when I did it, you know what I'm saying? I definitely got to a point, you know, maybe like in high school, I was just like, okay, right. like I'll, I'll find, I'll find a way to write this book report without reading this book. Right. You know what I'm saying? But uh, when I would try to read books that I was, that, I, you know, were uh, required, I would find myself reading like a page and then get to like the third or fourth page and just being like, damn, like I didn't, I have to go back two, three pages. Cause I don't know how I even got here. You know what I mean? It's so crazy. Like I remember, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like, I really, really fuck with reading. And it's so funny how in and out. I've when you been. say that, you mean you really fuck with the, like the, act, the physical the act, book and reading it. Reading. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember I can I remember the first time when I, my imagination was spurred because I read. And then that's when I was like, what? I literally was like, whoa, like this reading shit is kind of crazy because it's like it's giving my imagination fuel. And it's like. I also realized the significance because I had one the one of the first books I read where I was like, yo, this is like this is a fun ass read, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading this shit and I'm like, oh my God, like I have this whole vi- movie in my head playing. Then the actual movie comes out and it's nothing like what the fuck I was yeah, in yeah. my head, right? Yeah. But I was still like awesome. Wow, like, oh, that happened. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, that. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> very, very, very uh ephemeral experience. So now. As I even reflect in this age, I really do fuck with reading because sometimes certain ventures are like I like to like fortify my skills. Right. Mm -hmm. And I would say there's a 100 percent correlation with even the quality of how you can write with literally how much you actually read. Okay. And. And and, and maybe I'm talking from my personal experience and even like how I speak and like I'll be like, yo, bro, like be like, damn, bro so glad i i really was like in them fucking books because mm-hmm. like a lot of shit be like second nature to me mm-hmm. when sometimes i'll be in society and people will make it very like clear like bro like that the word that's is not that? regular yeah. that's not you, like the and, words and, that you use and shit exactly like i'm yeah. and i'm also bro i wasn't even like i didn't think of like let me use this word yeah yeah i'm like it's part of your working vocabulary 100 and even now when we get to this age I and mean, the past couple of years one thing that I kind of even like stress upon myself, I'm like, yo, bro, I gotta read more because I'm like, I want to write scripts. Mm-hmm. So, and even the reading, right? That's universal. I'm not talking about like, you need to read this shit. Like, no, bro, I, like I can read literally screenplays mm-hmm. or what? I'm like, just the act just of reading, reading yeah. is like, it literally helps your output with other things, mm-hmm. at least in the realm that we're in, like creatively, I can literally see like, yeah, I should like read a little bit more, not for inspiration purposes or anything like that, but like maybe mechanically or technically, I yeah. can be a little bit more sound what I'm doing or like yeah. have a reference point. I'm like, ah, all right, I read that like word, like I can do it like this. So sometimes I'm always think I, I think of reading as not necessarily, well, a hundred percent necessity to, um, depending on necessity throughout life but yeah, there is a sure. certain point once you're in your adulthood you can deal without but i don't I'm know kinda, i feel like it's even more important in your adulthood to read more like uh, I, I, but, for the reasons that you're saying just to um increase your vocabulary to uh i think to expand it really expands your mind when you when I'm you meant read like and, a and, real bare like off some yo you want to live you want to go day to day like there's a lot of people that live good quality lives and they don't necessarily read like if that is what you want really like, uh yeah like i i'll put it like this like I, i'm not talking about like i'm not talking about like the reading that you have to do di- like you know you got to read your task list that you yeah 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 like that yeah um, I'm not talking, I guess, so Are you talking I'm not reading talking to so learn? I'm talking about like reading for leisure or reading. That's for what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel I, like I, 
No, sorry. I know many yeah, people that are like literally working nine to five and all that. Like you're good, ba- bills paid, mm-hmm. all this type of shit. You know, you're stacking your money and they you, don't your read. kids are taken care of. I don't I don't read. Like yeah. what do you I don't do that. Yeah, like, I don't do that. I don't so do you I don't count- I don't need to do that. Doesn't I'm not arguing that doesn't mean that it wouldn't maybe boost your quality of life. Yeah. You don't know that. You don't do it. You know what I'm saying? So to say that it wouldn't benefit, I, I think it's a lie. Reading can benefit everybody. I think that is a fact. I think yeah. that's an objective fact. Now, do you need to read to like ensure that you have a great life or shit like that? No, yeah. but you know, it it could hundred percent help you. Do you count um listening to audiobooks as reading? I, I I do. Yeah. I do. Again, it's a different form of yeah. of reading, but it, it it still is taking information. You still have to choose yeah. to take in this information. Because I'll say you I can literally put a music on. You yeah. can put a song on. Like I always say audio. that I read books and then I but I literally in this conversation, I just I just said how I don't actually read them. I will listen to them. And you always kind of have like that one person. That'll be like, oh, like that doesn't count. And I'm just like, dog, like I, you know, ask me about the book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, I can like ask right. me about it. I can tell you what it, you know what I'm saying? I can tell you what it's about. Right. Um Naville Ravikant, I don't know if you like that. Yeah, I love Naval. Yeah. Naval. He in that one, uh, what was that one book called? The Ain't, I think the, the Almanac. The Almanac. Yeah. That was actually the first book I like, listened to. Audio. That, yeah, that, that's like, actually cool. a book I feel like you hand. you have to listen to. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like it, it, it's funny. What well, listening to him, you would you would believe like yeah, he yeah. was like on some, you know. Uh, and I was gonna ask you if you did this. I know you're on more so on the audiobook wave, but he's like, once I feel as if I pulled something away from a book that I, I'm reading, you could stop reading it. I don't he is like, I don't like he won't advise this. He's like, I don't care to keep reading. Yeah, yeah. I will I have no restraint was, of picking up. He was more book. he was talking, he was talking about how um people more use like reading a book as like a badge of honor type of thing like something right. that they it's like something book, yeah it's like i finished this I, book i, I read this I whole book it, and his whole point yeah his whole point is uh you know once you've like gotten the gist of the book it's you know you can move on yeah um and also another thing that he says too is that um kind of going back to that whole badge of honor thing, people would be like oh like i've read this book and i've read that book and i've read this book and that book or whatever right. and he's like the way he sees it is that the number of books that you read don't really matter because a lot of books cover the same subject matter. You know what I'm saying? So if you, there's like certain books, if you basically is what he said, what he was saying is that if you find a book that you really learn from, it's worth reading that book over and over and over again than it is to like read 10 other books on the same sub. Yeah. On the same subject matter. Exactly. And that's kind of something that I resonate with because I will, like shout out to audible you know what i'm saying like once you get a book on there it's like on your app or on your phone for life you know what i'm saying so right. i'll you know revisit hella books like i i almost always revisit books like on a yearly basis or even like on a monthly basis depending on what it is for example uh one of my favorite books on business is called the e-myth revisited or the e-myth mm-hmm. um there's different versions of it and i have like three of the versions right. of it right. and I, I listen to that almost every other month. Anytime I feel like I like my business is getting away from me, I just read that book. I just listen to it again. Um, another joint that we've talked about on this show called Awareness, I read that book pretty much anytime I feel like my life is getting away from me. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I revisit that book. There's another great book that I just got hit to. Um, I don't know if we've ever talked about this. Have you ever heard of this book called Outwitting the Devil, Napoleon Hill? No, uh, I, I want to say it sounds faintly familiar, but mm-hmm. nah. What, um, great book? fucking book. First of all, Napoleon Hill is an interesting, you know Napoleon Hill, he, he did uh, Think and Grow Rich. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 Napoleon um, Hill. All right, that's- I Napoleon Hill, he's such an yeah. interesting character, bro. Like, yeah. I didn't know much about him outside of the fact that he wrote that Think and Grow Rich book, uh, but- I, I don't know how I got to this part of YouTube, but I stumbled upon some speeches that he gave. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to his speeches and I'm like, okay, you know, this guy's an interesting thinker. Right. And then I I guess because, you know, I was listening to uh, his talks and stuff, uh, this book ends up on my, you know, like just in my algorithm or whatever, but it's called Outwitting the Devil. And when I originally saw it, I'm like, 
yeah, I just kind of like kept scrolling past it type shit. Mm-hmm. And then one day I ended up clicking it, clicking on it, leading, listening to it. It's like a, it's like a three, four hour listen. It's, it's, it's a pretty short book, right. but it's such an interesting concept. It's, uh, I guess the narrator or whatever interviewing this like devil, this like this character that is claiming to be the devil. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the gist of the book is how the devil uses all these like different kind of like things and tactics or whatever to distract people while they just like and and that kind of yeah like it just, yeah it, it, it literally what what he calls like drifters you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying people who just kind of like go through life without actually thinking about what they're doing they just you know it, you can liken it to okay i wake up i go to my job i come home i watch tv i go to sleep wake up go to all my right, job right. come home watch tv saturday i'll go party uh Sunday, wake up hungover, Do sleep all, all day. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just like, there's no actual purpose or meaning to their life. It's just kind of like a habitual cycle that they can't even explain why they're doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That it's that kind of vibe. But the way in which that book is like constructed is so interesting because, like, it, it's it's like an interview with the devil. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, so, and, and, and it was also wrote or written in like, uh, like the 1940s okay. you know what i'm saying right, right. so when you when you get a book that's written that long ago and it resonates with what's going on today like that just kind of blows my mind it's it's kind of on some like time traveler shit it's like how did he yeah or or, or it's on some like damn these these uh societal things just like don't go like they just are our human nature literally you know what i'm right. saying like it's in our human nature to just operate in certain ways as human beings you know what i'm saying yeah. and it don't matter what generation we're in we we kind of just do these things cyclically I, you know what I, i'm saying i definitely feel that you know i definitely um uh i was about to say used to i definitely like fuck with philosophy i've definitely yeah. like uh veered away from it in you know these past several years and shit like that but the reason why i fuck with it is because it's like yo generations ago to even like current generation ago to even today like a lot of the times we're still facing the same problems or trying to answer yeah. these same types of questions or still how's the best to manage our time or how can i yeah the, yeah how can it's i be the best yeah. of myself like yeah. these are like it's this is not new this is not a new thought like even if you listen to shit brain, like um meditations you know? by marcus aurelius and like all these, these stoics all, like all the things are, that they wrote and all the things yeah, yeah 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 yes they're going through the same shit. kind of philosophical uh identity crises yeah, you know what and, i'm saying and, and, and I said, like all that said it's like all that shit lets me know is every day is like a process like every day you have to like move with intention you need to be present within your own life and you need to actively answer these questions that you have for yourself it's never a I did it. I'm done. Yeah. It's no, like this life keep on going on. And kind of like how you said, sometimes like you can be an individual that follows the motions and every day, the same day. But when you move with intention, it's like every day is not the same day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do I compound upon what it is that I've already done? Mm-hmm. Or like catching yourself falling into these types of habits where it's like, yo, I'm shooting myself in the foot. Like, yeah. I feel like back to like we always bring up this quote by that tim ferris right like all activity is not productivity mm-hmm. and it's like yo don't fool yourself like i know you're moving around a lot but how are you really helping your cause you know what i'm saying so i think it's very interesting that like no matter where we've been at in this fucking like life that we're living and no matter what age people are asking the same shit or like kind of like see napoleon like you know bringing up napoleon hill so many people reference that these types of texts yeah, from yeah. damn near you know what i'm saying in 20 years we'll be talking about 100 years yeah you know what I'm saying? and it's still relevant so yeah. that that should more should be eye-opening than be like oh what the fuck why is it relevant it's like no nah, bro like this shit don't change mm-hmm. like this shit don't change and it kind of like lets you know as much as technology changes and all these laws and everything like that people don't change like yeah. people are still people are still people and if anything mm-hmm. we kind of going backwards right because we kind of get more lazier because we on a, on a whole scale i'm not mm-hmm. trying to say everybody but it's like you know a lot of this technology kind of like it it is an answer to expedite shit. so mm-hmm. we're like why i don't have to do these things anymore and so like, we, uh, do you think that makes us t- go more into our human nature 
Uh, you know what no, I mean? Like, I, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say that because I'd say more going more so in our human nature, right? To like bring another example, more in our human nature is like, yo, socialize with your neighbor. Mm -hmm. And this day and age, like, man, I got, I got a movie theater in my house. I got mm -hmm. this, this in the house. I don't even know my, I don't know my neighbor. <laughs> like, that's the, yo, that's the biggest yeah. pull away. When we were yeah. growing up, I knew everybody on the block. The, or like, it was like, yeah, it you, wasn't even like yeah. my thing. It was like, yo, you know you them. You know because you're everybody, outside. They're outside. Yeah. You know them. You fuck with the kids. That's yeah. their parent. You know everybody. Yeah. In this day and age, you're like, yo, just stay here. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they're on or what everybody on. Mm -hmm. And not to put out like an overgeneralization. That's how all neighborhoods are. But, but you know, that you is know, a that's a new sentiment. Like back in the day to have that would be like, yo, why are y'all being weird? The thing like, I got, I, no, no, no. See, okay. Okay. I, I, I feel what you're saying. But the reason I feel like that is that we are actually going into our human nature is because the the common thread there is connection you know what i'm saying right. like we just get connection now in a different way because like we said with technology it's 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 opened up who we can connect with you know what i'm saying so you have people who are yeah they're staying in well, their house but they're connecting with people oh wait well hear, hear me out hear me you out know. so you have people who are staying in their house but they're connecting with people through you know like call of duty you know what i'm saying like with like right, right, xbox right, live or right, whatever it is right. or they're connecting through like clubhouse or twitter spaces or whatever right so they're still right. getting their their they're, they're still getting they're getting what the easiest version of connection is to them because then you can you can get online you can create a persona you know what i'm saying because you, you got to be real most people for the first you know half of their life or let's say like for the first half of their adult life or their the first you know 15 to 20 years of their life they're trying to shape who they are, who they are portrayed as in the real world. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we take it back to, if we take it back to when we were kids, right? Um, when before you could actually make an internet persona or or an internet identity, you had to kind of like turn your, you had to, you had to go to school every day as like who you wanted to, like who you could be. You know what I'm saying? But like, if you have you know severe acne or whatever, like. You know, that might make you self-conscious, but there's nothing you can really do about that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Which might make you be like super shy or super self-conscious or whatever. If you were on the internet, people don't see that and you can be kind of whoever you want to be. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of opens up, it opens up the opportunity for you to be, um, you know, like, I guess the best version of yourself or something like that through communication. Um, but what I will say is that it makes it kind of like what you said where te technology makes it easier it makes it easier for you to connect with people all over the place you know what i'm saying and that's kind of why i feel like there's rise rise it so people get that connection or that feeling of connection through that but what's missing is like what you said the human aspect of it so that's why you'll have these statistics like um you know the younger generations are the most depressed ever are the most like um you know withdrawn ever or you know the most unhealthy ever because the the easiest way for them to get that connection is not actually the best way for human beings to get connection you know what i mean so it's like people are still connecting maybe you're not connecting with your next door neighbor or the people in your neighborhood but you're you're getting what i'll call artificial connection not because it's actually artificial i do think you know you can meet somebody genuinely on the internet it's just a matter of if you're completely replacing that with meeting somebody in person or meeting people in person and connecting with people in person, then it's not going to actually have the same effect that um, it did like that it does or it should. You know what I'm saying? It's going to have its own kind of uh, effect. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you know, I'm not refuting the fact that it doesn't enable for more connection to happen amongst humans. Technology, that is 100 percent. I agree with that. But I would. I'd still, you know, disagree in terms of the actual connection in itself. Is that making like is it, is the tech making us more human? It's like no. Like, if you want to be a human, you be a. You don't know. Not that it's making us more human. It's making it's like exposing our human nature. You know what I'm saying? Like our human nature is to connect. So like you know you that's why the best the the most popular and most valuable um tech companies are ones that connect you with other people i, I would i would I, I would still disagree because i'd say this one phenomenon that tech has actually presented to me which i can't actually remember in like generations past is like clout let's talk about clout for instance this okay. is like a manufacturer it ain't no 
Like it's a tension. And tension mm-hmm. ain't old. Like that ain't tension has always existed. Yeah. And I guess um at its bare bones, people have like always people like atten- like atten- I guess yeah, people like, want like, attention like and people types of want attention. to give their attention to things. A hundred percent. But then I feel like, you know, to be in a society or people where it's like, you know, if we talking even like the science of it, right? You getting addicted to the dopamine firing off because like the likes are coming in or the retweets or the shares of the shit. So now you're moving in a way that can like entice that. I'm like, um, but that's I, why you have these people that are, you know, quote unquote clout chasers or like that's how they get their but that's uh, not thing. Like, no, me, yeah, that's why like, you have them. That's, that's why you. That's why you have it where like they're not actually happy. Like these are the people that you know not not it's not uh, this way across the board, but you have a lot of instances where you know people who get because even before internet clout like but you know you have celebrities like childhood celebrities who grow up to be like yeah like i was depressed that whole time or that i was like that fucked my childhood up because i was in the eye like i was in the middle of everybody's attention you know what i'm saying so those are things that if you don't have them if you don't experience them they look like they're desirable but if you dig deep into people who have experienced it they will tell you that it's not you know what I'm saying? Like, like if they could do it again, they wouldn't want that. Or, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they appreciate what came from it, like, you know, money, opportunity, stuff like that. But they don't appreciate the fact that it actually, like, that was what their life was or is. You know what I'm saying? No. So, like, so. I do, I, I hear what you're saying in the sense of, um, like, getting, you know, boatloads of attention isn't a great thing. And I, and I would agree. Like, I don't think it is either. But I, I think the thing that people are leaning into is the ability to connect with people. You know what I'm saying? Like Twitter gives you the ability to connect with anybody anywhere from your, your phone. So you can, you can be outside on Twitter. You can be inside on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that um, like, it's so valuable because it's done that for people. Instagram too. Like when Instagram came up, Facebook, all these things, like it was the fact that it could connect you with other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, most all of the like most valuable companies are ones that connect people with other people it's just the way in which we've leaned into that has you know been damaging i guess i was i don't want to get too far from i guess like what i guess my whole stand i guess like on my whole uh take was like a back to the like the human shit i guess i we talking about like authenticity or like just because somebody might use these tools to like further their awareness or their brand that you know them it's not like uh how do i say you just get the image that somebody presents Mm -hmm. you can meet this person in person and be like wow you're not that who i thought or you're different or you're yeah yeah you're you're not that but that is to be expected in this day and age right maybe in times past you'd be more shocked like oh my god how are you like yeah yeah (laughs) there's no way like i thought you were this way but like now as you see the reality it's kind of like well you know what i'm saying these media, I, that, I guess that's what I was talking about, the, like the clout. It's like, okay, you can do these things for attention, but don't associate with somebody, the brand that they're pushing onto you and who they actually are. They can actually be very far apart. And mm-hmm. I'm not trying to knock that or criticize that. That's a lot of people in a lot of these, like literal, if we're talking about, I mean, the acting profession, every time you've seen your favorite actor, they were somebody they're not. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> And I bet I would argue a lot of people don't even watch the interviews of the actual person who is the actor. Yeah. So you really just know a fake person. But that's like, that's my job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My job, if you thought I was who I really am in real life, I'm doing, I'm doing a horrible job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I think it's, it's very funny when there's that technological veil, that TV, that mm-hmm. internet, the screen or whatever, and it's presented reality. It's like sometimes we take it and we don't question it. We're like, yo, bet. And sometimes we might, you know, but either way, like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's, it's all content. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's yeah. like you, the th- I guess what we're really trying to say is like, yo, bro, you really have to pick your poison. It's really mm-hmm. all types of shit that you can in- delve into. You yeah. Know? And I'll say just, I mean, we, we could even wrap the, uh, this topic after this, but I'll say that I, I, I try to be aware of that in my own life. I try to be aware of, um, you know, like what actual emotion do I have going on in real life versus what am I trying to uh, portray portray 
in like the internet world. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I do think even myself, I get caught up in uh, what do I look like to other people on the internet (laughs) versus like what am I actually doing with with my life in real life? It's funny. I've always been the type of person where it's like, despite no matter what I'm going through in life, if I come onto this internet, I'm always going to be consistent. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a, I've I've definitely done a great job of like real as as much as people somebody might see me on the camera, mm-hmm. I've totally separate my personal life from mm-hmm. what I even put out. Mm-hmm. You would never know what's going on with me or anything. Mm-hmm. You might see me doing some fucking car karaoke and be like, "Yo, mm-hmm. this dude, he's having a great day." Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. "Yo, bro, yeah. I had the most <laughs> crazy day." Yeah, but it's like you don't know, like you wouldn't yeah. know. But yeah. that doesn't change how authentic me doing this is. All right, it's yeah, not like, yeah. "Yo, I need to keep up the image." So mm-hmm. let me post this. It's like. No, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Um, Another thing I wanted to talk about was, so, like, we were talking, we've been talking about, like, content and stuff like that. Um, I think a show we're talking about real quick is you had told me, so you put me on to this show called Suits on um, Netflix. And then... Sure did. I I had heard that in its, what, like, first month? out it broke the record for minute stream for for a series to be yeah 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 which is crazy but also it's kind of it's really interesting how we all like think alike you know what i'm saying like how everybody just like watch the show and then fuck with it to the point where like everybody's binging it at the same time that does make me look at like yo no 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 what are the qualities of this show that got all of us fucking? And that's exactly what I wanted to get into. That's exactly like there's got to be a thing. No matter what everybody thinks they like or don't yeah, like, yeah, there's got to the be a thing that, like, makes us all watch. That's a hundred percent. And I and I and, I, and that's kind of what I wanted to that's talk real, about. I wanted to real. speculate on that. Yeah. Like, um, for those that you know, like, don't know, we can just give a quick synopsis of what's going on in the show. But basically, right. it's a show about a. Um, uh, I guess over the course of the show, it goes all over the place, but it starts off as a show about a a young guy who um, wants to be a lawyer and is super fucking smart and um, knows the law like the back of his hand, but never went to law school and kind of somehow finagles. Yeah, photographic memory, you know, helps helps a little bit. Crazy, it's made me want. It's made me. It's made me want to look into like, are there motherfuckers out there that really do got photographic? (laughs) I be sitting there. I'm like, can I? Can I train myself? I'm in here. I'm in here trying to like practice memorizing numbers because all I do is like see sequence of numbers all the time. I'm trying to see how well I can like look at it once and then try to try to recall. Let me remember this. Remember this visually. Let me like try to remember what this looks like. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely changed the way in which I study and do my work and get my (laughs) shit done. But yeah, so like that's what the show is about. The show is about a guy who didn't go to law school, finagled his way into like working for a law firm and practicing law. And then, uh, yeah, that's that's essentially the gist of the show. But when we talk about some of the things that make it work, what do you think? What do you think are some of the things that make 100%. it work? As to maybe compared to like other shows or like dynamics that you've seen from other shows that just generally work, uh, or just things that you think are unique to this show. Yeah. So I'll say so. Why Suits works to me? One, I think it's a very fast-paced show. Yes. Um, a lot of the time people are literally on their feet. They're moving. They're talking and yeah. they're moving. It's boom. And then when they cut, we're cutting to a different another office, another, another thing. Scene, yeah, another, yeah. another place. What this other character that is involved in the show, what they're going on. So I also think something to keep people involved are to have somewhat interesting storylines intertwining. You mm-hmm. don't want them to be so separate that they're so like, yo, you're doing your own things, doing his own thing. Y'all yeah. don't even know what the fuck's going on. They have to like loop. Obviously, at the same time, too, you do need enigmatic characters. You need your neurotic characters. You need (laughs) your down-to-earth, to to level it all out characters. And then it all meshes. You're like, yo, this guy is actually like, yo, you're a character. This person is like the constant. You're like, oh, I know this character. You know what you're getting with this person. Very quickly, you kind of associate these types of characteristics to these people early on. You don't have to, like, wait to see who they are yeah in the first three episodes you see exactly who the fuck everybody is for real for yeah real. um and then uh one thing that i really like too i think like the dialogue is really succinct it's to the point it's not long-winded mm-hmm. it's not full of jargon where you're like yo what the fuck are they saying mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um 
And uh, I think I think to their benefit too, you know, not going for some crazy A-list actor or anything like that kind of just yeah. makes you. I was gonna like, say it is a pretty diverse cast. Diverse, you know what I'm saying? Hell, like diverse. As yeah, hell. The, the the cast is super diverse. You know, and it's like, um, and I think another thing that they do shout out Gina Torres. I always uh, Gina Torres Yo, is the show that show. plays uh, Jessica. Jessica I, uh, I never viewed her in this way that I have. <laughs> But like, no, bro, every like, time I see her though, I I always picture. So this is Chris another Rock, question I have. I always the Chris Rock movie. I, I think I love my that. wife. I, I always see her as I think I love my wife. See, I'm like, yo, this so lit. Dog, really that's so that's funny crazy. because uh, yeah. that that also leads me to another question. Like a quick, quick, quick sidebar. But yeah, yeah. I, I I was gonna say when you are there certain actors where when you see them in something, there's like a like you take it takes you back to a specific project of theirs. Um, like for example, like. Gina Torres, anytime I see her, it's like I, I automatically think of her as Chris Rock's wife, and I think I love my wife. Um, this and there's somebody even more so than this, but like Brian Cranston is breaking back. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. No, nah, yeah. He's Walter White. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but but in a way, he didn't trap himself in a role. And yeah, and, and I say that really because I mean he even started off at uh my Malcolm in the Middle. Ex ex exactly. Like basically, it's like he really sells all the roles that he plays yeah. that even though he was in this one for a prolonged amount of time i would never be like yo bro i can't see you as anything else yeah I can't. yeah you've yeah. Already, you've already even the next role you did was like yo this is really fucking good like yeah. i forgot about walter yeah, yeah this is yeah. who you are cool um so that's one guy um I don't want to go for like, yeah, no, yeah, I'm not yeah, trying to go eat like, you know, the Harry Potter, Daniel. Yeah, 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 bro, yeah, like, yeah, yo, easy, bro yeah. you're Harry Potter. He, he bro. never like, played anybody yeah, else. You know? and it's <laughs> or so Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. So, <laughs> it's so crazy because you'd be like, I really fucking did. Check the IMDb. Like, yeah. you know, be like yo, bro, I'm sorry. Like, uh, it's, we too locked in on Good that. Facts. Um, uh, I can't, it's not coming to the top of my dome, but yeah. Uh, but uh, those uh, are the main uh, ones. Another yeah. one, right? Rest in peace, Michael K. Williams, Omar. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's had a lot of dope roles. Not to say that I don't remember him as, but. Yo, you're Omar. Same thing with Idris Bell as Stringer Idris Bell. Elba. Like, yeah. more than Wood Harris and Avon Barksdale, I'm like, yo, Idris Elba, you are Stringer Bell. Yeah. Like, that shit is, and again, it's sometimes I, it's a kudos to you. I'm like, yeah. you really had to transform. You are not that guy. Like, you are so far removed. Like, sometimes, you know, obviously, who I'm acting, I'm not this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to change your accent, to be now I'm I'm a street nigga. Yeah. Now I'm the plug. Like yeah. it's like, yo, bro, like, oh my God. And then it was prolonged. Like we had four or five seasons of you yeah, to be yeah. this guy. I'm like, Jesus Christ, bro. You nah, really for me, it's that. um a lot of a lot of characters from the office. So like if okay, I see I if that. I see yeah, Steve yeah, Carell, like he is Michael Scott sense. to me. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, if I see right. uh uh Ed Helms, uh he is Andy Bernard to me. Right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, like right. those guys. But um, okay, let's get back to suits though. Um so yeah, very diverse cast. I think that that works. Also, like you were saying, the the tempo, the speed of the show, yeah. I think kind of makes it don't make it feel like it's 45 minutes or however long it is. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I think another thing that kind of possibly contributes to the fact that so many minutes of it have been streamed is that it is a lot of it's a lot of it. You know what I'm saying? So like there's about you know shows range from like 43 to 48 minutes or something like that not a and lot then, of time netflix just adds a whole eight season yeah and that's what i'm saying it's like an eight season know? show right. 16 episodes per season like right. it's a lot of it right. um so there's that but to the point are people it, it's got to hook people you know what i'm saying it's got to and i and i do think the way that that story is being told and even like every story that's being told each season I feel like they are joints that kind of hook you. They're like, okay, like, where is this going next? Where is this going next? There's like four or five. First of all, when we talk about the cases, you know what I'm saying? There's like three, four or five different cases that like will drag out through a season. Mm -hmm. And then there's like three or four different romantic threads that will drag out through a season. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. like with those, you can kind of keep, the audience or the viewer hooked you 100%, know what I'm saying? and then you and then you know like things never die you have rivals that things come always come back up things always come up bro comes back and yeah. you're like uh, it kind of you'll like, see like a flashback in episode two you know, and then like that flashback will play out in like episode seven you know what i'm saying like, like hartman you know you see yeah you, you th i thought season two was the saga yeah Guess what 
four or five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh my god, yeah. this dude really is yeah. like, tight. Like, Not I'm going like, nowhere. Yo, fact. Same thing with like love interest or like yeah. versus Harvey and Scotty. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's always there. Uh, you Jessica know? and the black dude. Like, yeah, you know what exactly, I'm saying? Like, exactly. <laughs> later on, yeah. exactly. And I remember because. I always remember him from Temptations. Like I'm like, yo, bro, you're the Temptations. Guy. Oh, I'm like, weak. yo, bro. <laughs> I always remember, yeah. like, yeah. you know, but fucking, um, uh, yeah, that's just that's. And because I'm trying to remember, um, I don't know if I know this guy's name in real life, but what, what the dude character? that plays Robert Zane. Oh, Wendell Pierce. Wendell he's, Pierce. He's, he's yeah, a, he yeah, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. in The Wire. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yo, he's yeah, he's actually a low key goat, man. Yeah, like, shout out actor. Wendell Pierce yeah, for sure, straight man. Up. Really, I was really happy to see how much of a reoccurring role he had. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 here, bro. yeah, yeah. I, I never knew you did like yeah. his you role. Know, his role like got stronger and stronger as the, as the series goes on. It was very tough. Um, I haven't. I personally haven't finished yeah, it yet. Right. I'll, I'll probably finish it by this weekend. I'm on season eight. Right. But um, yeah. If, if I'm trying to think something, also I think that's like interesting about that show is how people always like pull up on each other when they want to have conversations like right. that's something that's so interesting because it's like is this what goes on in real life where people will pull up to your office just to tell you like a paragraph and then walk and then leave you right, know what i'm saying right. it's and like it's so funny because that's another part it's like yeah obviously some of this has to be hyperbolized but or like motherfuckers be waiting for you on the street and you come out and then like right, right. and, then, and then, then they're confronting you on the street but then sometimes when i actually really think about the type of profession it is, I'm like, well, hold up. A lot of ears at the office. Sometimes you need to make a message felt. Sometimes yeah, yeah. I need to pull up on you. Yeah. And it's like, yo. Like pulling yeah, up makes a statement. Pulling up is like, yo, bro, I need three minutes with you. Yeah. Like it's it's that important. Yeah. I, I can't, but it needs to be uninterrupted. I don't need you're to not watch doc, my You're back. not, no, no option to dodge my call. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with like, you know, or one show I really love with in the pace is very similar to Billions. Like yeah. people are always meeting people outside the office somewhere else at a little low key pizza restaurant mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. city. Like nobody comes here. Yeah. You know, I knew we. I knew we'd be able to be undisturbed here. Yeah, like, yeah. Type shit like yeah. that, you know? And I'm like, wow, you know, I mean, to be honest, I mean, you know, sometimes the information that you talk about somebody's like, yo, bro, people cannot be privy to this yeah. like, at all. Like we talking about billions. Yeah. Somebody could go tip off a news reporter and it's like, yeah. yo, bro, the whole shit is. So <laughs> I'm like, yo, I, I do understand how a lot of things is like, yo, I don't want to leave it up to chance. And sometimes even communicating on the phone it's like yo who's in the room which i don't yeah. know I, like bro zoom is like you know yeah you know, I'm yeah. By myself, yeah. Right? it's the whole office, yeah right? yeah like, facts. Yo, no, facts. No, no, i don't know about that man. and i think like sometimes in certain preference pro professions a lot of people hyper focus on leverage yeah and i'm not about to give you that like even little things too like jessica she'll be on some yo uh daniel can you come to my office like he's like, but like you came to my office to tell you. Yeah, yeah, office. yeah. And then, and then sit down, and then he's like, yeah. "Are you trying to embarrass me?" Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, Basically, like demoted him, and then he's like, "No, I know what you're doing. You, you just you want to embarrass me. Yeah, you want everybody. It's a power move. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, Yo, that's crazy. A lot of in that. some situations, I would never read something like that. Yeah, but like the person that's doing it is a hundred percent be like, this is exactly." what i'm doing yeah you might not understand the the effect of this but it's like i have to keep my shit in check so it's very funny on the outside looking into these industries so when these series play it i kind of like give a lot of kudos to the writer's room director i'm like yo this is not random you didn't just say yo let me make this person do that mm -hmm, i know mm -hmm. y'all probably like oh this is what y'all do okay mm -hmm. man let me go make it my oh my okay yeah thing. yeah like i'm not doing a verbatim but y'all said y'all do this so let me put a little hyperbole up in there but it's like mm -hmm. they kind of do this it's just i had to make it our own so uh and we were saying yesterday like i appreciate shows that do that house of cards billions west wing even though i haven't really mm -hmm. tapped too much show you these other domains of the world where it's like mm -hmm. oh you might not be interested in and they help you, this is what they help you get an understanding of what happens in those family, worlds like, like obviously behind closed yeah, doors don't type go in the real shit, world yeah. think you can go talk to vcs now and all yeah that yeah shit. yeah or motherfuckers like watching suits yeah. i'd be like i'd be trying to break down the legal i'd be trying to i'd be trying to break down the legal aspect of everything everything you know what i'm saying like i'm reading a fucking email i'm like what is this incriminating or like yeah destroying yeah. evidence you know, I'd like i definitely be thinking about everything now like in the ghost in this negotiation oh, mindset. Like, yeah like negotiation stage right? yeah like, yeah like you have to really really get what you want out oh, of the situation weak. that first no don't we really know like, you gotta, it's crazy bro I mean, um, 
who do you think are some of the best characters on that show uh harvey is my favorite character yeah harvey's my favorite character i was saying um he was made to be the very favorite uh, character uh, right uh, would you agree with that um because like no no i think i think mike is made to be the favorite character i I actually do not think a majority of people watching the show Mm -hmm. are gonna be like harvey's their favorite really no 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 i don't think because to be honest bro i think this is um I think this requires us. I, I hear think, you I, saying, Mike, I but I also this, be like, I think Harvey's made to be the favorite. I think character. this is uh, I think this requires even sometimes like us stepping outside of ourselves sometimes. Yeah. too. It's like I really fuck with Harvey's arc and storyline uh-huh. and in some ways resonate more than any other character. Or so I might I say, sorry, with, go ahead. So, go ahead. I, so I fuck with Harvey. I fuck yeah. with his shit I'm really up. But mike is the guy that is literally even with harvey as he grows through his shit and all that he's never pitched as the guy that needs a win mm-hmm. all he does is win yeah and in real life i know a lot of people can't even necessarily people don't like to. that yeah you always win in yeah. the actual show the people that work with you be blown you yeah. always win yeah the people mike that is, benefit from the fact that you win don't want you to exactly <laughs> like you see with lewis it's yeah. crazy yeah um and with mike is more human right mm-hmm. so it's like more of the i feel on a universal tip more of the relatable like yeah like he's talented a lot of people are talented but i mm-hmm. fuck up a lot i yeah. got a lot of shit i just fuck and up he's with. also got like uh he's also I got, got a, a past that you could feel sorry for exa- um, like bro like how you not gonna feel like bro yeah. he lost his you know what's funny you know another like, another another character that like you think is gone and always comes back is his homie. <laughs> yeah, you know I hate Travis. Oh no, Trevor, yo, I think Trevor, his name Trevor. was. Yo, he's the worst. <laughs> that he's the worst. That nigga would be I didn't there, like him like, early on, but yeah, then yeah. when he really showed his face in the latest yeah. and I'll go spoil yeah, friends, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, bro, like that feeling I had, it yeah. was really it right. Was there. It, really it was there. Because <laughs> like, in the first season, I was like, yo, this bro's like, yeah. yo, he's wild. Yeah, yeah, he was he's weird. Really Second season, I was like, bro, this guy is like, uh, yeah. just, like Mike, just get rid of what this motherfucker. Say, yeah, let just get go. rid of him. Know, his, let him go. Uh, let him, him go. his grandma, like everybody just like, dog, leave this nigga alone. And then, yeah, like, and then when he comes, comes, when he comes back, comes back in the later seasons, it's like, and now okay, maybe this guy's a chick. Oh my God. now he got his life together, but now he don't fuck with you. Like, yo, but Very um yeah yeah but but i was i will say that okay outside of harvey and mike i actually think the person that also that actually is made to be the favorite character is donna probably i think that's actually the I person that's I, made I, to be like everybody's argue. favorite not gonna, not gonna argue with that yeah. that's definitely I, i'd say i'd probably i say this i'd be like i don't think she's so much the star of the show. I think she's the most likable. I think yeah, yeah, that, that's what I mean. Bad to say. That's what I mean. Outside right, of right. the two stars, hundred percent. Outside of the two stars, um, she's like the one that uh, everybody resonates with. Hundred percent. Um, hold on. Br- uh, Danielle said, uh, "Brooke is right. Harvey is meant to show growth. Mike is supposed to be your favorite. Mike is the audience." Hey, hey, hey! Shout out, hey. Yeah. We gotta have a discussion. Yeah, Shout yeah. Out Danielle, yeah, Danielle be on her shit with, with shows and everything too. Exactly. So like, but no, that, she's. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think. I just. I agree with that. I just think that Harvey's meant to be that like um that aspirational figure, like like you know like like Mad Men, like everybody wants to be Don Draper. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody wants to be Harvey Specter. You know what I mean? It, it, That's the vibe I'm I'm more talking about. Like or like like Batman. Everybody wants to be Batman because he's like this guy that made himself to be, you know what I'm saying? Like better, not better, but like better than everybody else. And like, that's the guy that, like, that's the God that we're looking up to. And and you know what's funny though? It's like, I don't disagree that that's the perception initially of these type of characters. But literally as these shows go on, you start to realize how even the people around them are like, yo, I thought you were this guy. I actually don't, like, I would never want to, be in your like literally like harvey will be in situations where it's like damn bro like whatever you went through really fucked you up yeah. like i don't want to be like yeah at, at first it's like you don't the enigma part i don't know what fuels you but god damn you just do such a good job <laughs> be like you. The and then you start to you start to I learn to you yeah. it's like this is why you're able to do the things you do mm-hmm. if i had to make the same choice Fuck no, I'm good on that. Mm-hmm. And same thing now, it's so funny. You even said Don Draper. I'm like, their veils as the show goes on, it wears mm-hmm. off. And it's like, it doesn't take away from how great you are, but it's like, 
whatever trauma or whatever shit you experience does fuel mm -hmm. how great you do your actual job. Mm -hmm. And when that gets, when they start conflating, people be like, oh, yeah, you need help. Like, yeah. good luck with and that's that. Interesting. I actually don't want to do that. Um, and then you even see Mike <clears throat> actually come into his own as the show goes on. And he becomes, instead of Harvey Jr., no, he's Mike Ross. Yeah, yeah. You and he's very, especially in that last season, right? Last season seven. Yeah. You're like, yo, yeah, this is what Mike and you're seeing Harvey literally in, in season eight mm -hmm. keep being referenced. Oh, Mike wouldn't do that. Like, yeah, like yeah, and, yeah. and it's so like, yo, you see how this shit done flipped? Yeah. Like Mike was trying to be him. And in his situation, he is the Harvey, mm -hmm. but he's still like, even you know how we were saying, yo, all these guys don't even realize how he's helping them. Yeah. And it's like, yo, bro, it's kind of like, yo, this is kind of crazy. Yeah. It's a vice versa. Mike didn't even realize how much shit Harvey was doing for him. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, but, and to end it, I think what happens is you in real life too, when you're around people, they wear off on you, right? Mm -hmm. So like a little bit of Mike, it does be on Harvey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, and that's why some of the moves he makes, you're like, yo, yeah. Harvey wouldn't do that. It's because he knows Mike, he did that. Yeah. And vice versa with the Mike, you know, it's like some things you're like, yo, Harvey would do this. Yeah. That's why I'm going to do that. Yeah. Know? So it's interesting. And, yeah, and, and yeah. all that said, to write that, and for me to explain the shit that I watched <laughs> and to write it like that again, yeah. bro, the writers' room, I can't. Yeah, I wonder I who. I don't even know. I never looked into who's actually like who are some of the you know uh, the biggest writers on that no, show. Sorry, I never sorry. looked into that, but um, the show does have good writing, and I I like. Uh, I think one of the best characters from like a dynamic standpoint is uh, Lewis Lit. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I think his character is wow. mad dynamic. Best like he brings, he brings, he brings comedic sure. relief. He brings, um, he brings, uh, like a lot of drama. <laughs> you know me, like a lot me, of drama. He is really that raw neurotic character. Where as so as times where you will hate his actions, he's literally showing you like everybody knows somebody that might be petty at yeah. this level. Yeah. But it's literally and even even to their own life. detriment. Even it's like who they are. Even even when they be like, I don't want to do this anymore. They can't help but be like this kind of like conniving they, person because they're so human. Yeah. Like like it's like it's not like a grand scheme to I'm going to yeah. I'm going to show up like it's but it's a little bit of that. It's because like, oh, that's show them all mentality. You Lewis is literally built off of that. Yeah. Like, because as you see the traumas that he went through when he was in high school and all of that, oh, yeah, having yeah, his sister yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. all of that. So you see, so now Lewis is built up to the person and he just does the fucking work. Yeah. Billable hours. He yeah. has the most. He yeah. he spends the most time and all that. So he's always in this. I have to prove myself, but he never thinks he proves himself. So he's always in this insecure state. Mm -hmm. And it's like you can be turned off by that, but you could also be like, yo, that's so familiar. I've mm -hmm. seen that. Whether mm -hmm. you might have seen it in yourself or whether you might have seen it in people around you, like, I know that. Yeah. That's not foreign. I've seen that before, yeah. what he's doing. <laughs> and so, it's so crazy. And sometimes the level of low he'll stoop, it's like, you'll be like, dog, that's so crazy. I know people that would do Like, I know people that would do that. Like, yeah. And it's like, yo, y'all got it. Spot but then the, the remorse and then the, the rede the redemption and the remorse is what's so crazy about mm -hmm. Louis Lee. They always leave him an and opening. It's a, yeah. To get back. And he's always and redeeming and himself always and redeeming. then always putting himself back bro, in a place it, where you're like, bro, man. I don't fuck with that. And then always redeeming himself. You know what I'm saying? Like I never foresee it. And he yeah, does it. And I'm yeah, like, yo, that's crazy. Yeah. I thought he I thought he was a bitch. I and I think what's always I think like, I think also man. what's kind of like crazy. funny and interesting about his dynamic is that he's he wants the people that like he wants people he to like him like, yeah he, he literally like just wants it. to be loved That's but like sometimes he'll eat like he'll even do like this stupid shit and even when like somebody like harvey for example gets mad at him he still also understands like harvey still understands that you know lewis ain't i mean i think he is like a bright person i'm not gonna say he's not all no, the way no, there no, 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 but like no, he no, still no, like no, understands no, like lewis ain't me you know what i'm saying uh, and like he kind of shows empathy for the fact that like he wants to be me but he knows he's not me and like even like he don't try to like squash him you know what i'm Bro, saying literally in the, i'm in, i'm back on let's rewatch i'm watching season two literally lewis is on the phone with his parents and like harvey starts to walk in and it's like is that your is best that your friend, best friend? <laughs> you feel me and it's like ain't that and it's like no because you have to even look like you've seen the later shows like lewis literally grew up in a 
you know, in that environment, the high school environment where like you're really trying to impress and please people that that, show, that you, don't like you and they show you that they you. don't like you. Yeah. So like in this scenario, it's more professional. It's similar, Harvey's not it's doing same, it for the same vibe, it. but it's the it, same it's vibe, the same vibe yeah. but he's kind of like. It's my god like, like and it's funny and it's funny because like it's funny because like when you see their flashbacks like they were boys at one point like they were close close at one point they yeah, was like right, right, like right, how right, he is right, like right, with right. mike ross they were like that yeah, at one point and then they right, had you know? like yeah. a, a falling out type of right. situation mm -hmm. um and then that's kind of what but there's always this like underlying rivalry but they're they are friends ish you know what i'm saying and yeah. i, I kind of that that dynamic is interesting to me to, to, be, to be honest i mean it's kind of I'd be like, look, bro. I mean, other than Mike Ross, that is your best friend. Yeah. And sometimes it's so funny because that series is pitched as, you know, y'all work life really is y'all life. Like, oh that's God. how it is. Like, even Mike, sometimes Lewis, they'll give you what it's like back at home. At but house. it's still yeah, like, yeah, yo, yeah. bro, it's, if it's work, work related. Is so, Everything, every conversation is about work or something. It's right there. And I'm, um, and, uh, Damn, I forgot what it's I was either there. about work or it's about love. Just be intertwined yeah. crazy. You can't really like pull it out. So yeah. so yeah, I was gonna say with the work relationship, when shit is that close, it's like yo, bro, in real life, bro. If you go to fucking work every fucking day, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna start going out for drinks with your coworkers. Yeah. Now those coworkers are not coworkers anymore. They're gonna become family. They're gonna become yeah, friend, like, your friends. Like friends and family. Yeah. These are the steps. You're yeah. already and the reason why is because I'm always with these people, bro. Yeah. I'm not even with my friends that were it's my past, entire. It's citizens. past like putting up pleasantries to be liked. It's like you you start to see That's human them nature. who they are. You know, you know right? what I'm saying? Like I'm you, start with you, to, so much. you start you you start you you stop wearing the mask of like, oh, I'm at work. Let me just be pleasant. You start to just be like who you are. Because you want to be who you time. are. Like, oh, bro, yeah. I'm always here. I yeah. don't want to do that. You know, yeah. I'm not trying to. I need y'all to just get used to who I am. And then also just like the amount of time spent, you start to see different, like different scenarios come up, which bring out different sides of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. Um, But yeah, that, that's that's uh, great, yeah, that, show, great show. Great show. Uh, I, yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be like more to even delve into like you said you're rewatching it yeah man i'll <laughs> probably yeah once once this joint goes off i'll probably gonna rewatch it but uh yeah that, that that's we could do that for or that can be it for today's show do you have something else you're gonna say uh you know i was gonna how long we've we been running uh like an hour. hour oh okay yeah. yeah yeah we could definitely we could wrap there uh definitely let's talk let's next week let's talk off season let's talk off yeah season. yeah what's, what's going on a lot of things going bit. on in the nfl yeah, um NBA, they just dropped that nfl shit, they just you know? dropped that nfl <laughs> he's everybody's scrimmage yo yeah sometimes be blown because it'll be like you know they gotta make a story when there's nothing to be had and yeah, like now there's nothing in going nba off season them cameras are in them lifetime gyms and crazy like yo oh word. running with the yo he's word 100 and i'm not like content like it's content, yeah yeah 100 but it'd be so crazy because i'm like yo bro i'm not about to like we seen the melt the hoodie mellow workouts bro yeah. i'm not impressed by yeah. none of this shit. yeah when the season it's, it's comes cool summertime it's cool it's, it's cool hey, it's cool to see giving us something like to watch that. you know what i'm saying so we don't gotta watch baseball right you know what i'm saying but like but, like, but it's not talk about it yeah shit, yeah yeah like, talking yo, bro, points but comes, it don't matter bro, you know what i'm saying like it's a whole different story thousand percent thousand percent so yeah we're gonna see what's um and then yeah and then also something that was that kind of came across my radar was the whole like uh nfl top 100 you ever pay attention to that the nfl network does? i did there i can't recall there was some questionable things um, i didn't i didn't see who they didn't get to one yet right yeah they did oh, oh, who, pat mahomes is number one yeah, yeah, justin cool. jefferson number it, two it, it was that's more, what stood out oh, to me wow. justin jefferson wow. justin jefferson number two best player I mean, in the I mean, nfl I mean, he's, he's a after he's the a season dog. he had last year he's bro a dog. He's a dog. He's a dog. yeah i i would that makes he's sense to me jalen hurts was number three he's a dog which I think I think a lot of controversy wow. came. Jalen Hurts being number three, Joe Burrow I think was number six, and people were like, Joe Burrow should be in the I top three. Fuck, fuck with Hurts heavy. Yeah, I don't think he's. I think that's more so the accolades of the season they had. How he, the I season do, he I, had was crazy. I do not believe Jalen Hurts is the third <laughs> best talent player in the NFL. Come on, come on. Oh, we yeah. Top fifteen, like top fifteen, respect, yeah. Respect. That's you get, like, and then after great. the season that he had, you could top, argue top ten even because after argue, the season that he had, he had a great season. I'm not you know what saying, saying? Boys, the third uh, player in the, the NFL. Yeah. 
But do you agree that Joe Burrow is better than Joe him? Burrow is better? Than yeah, him. yeah, yeah. That is not a knock at yeah. all because Joe, Joe Burrow is, is nice. that boy. Joe Burrow is number not two. Not even better. Honestly, than nice. he is a lot of times guy. I want to put him over Pat Mahomes. I know, I know that's the, I know that's not the right thing to do. And I'm not, and I'm not sitting here trying to make a case for. I'm, I, know, I guess I, what I am, I, I guess I, what I'm doing is trying to make a case I, for him. There are but, facets of the game where you can prefer Burrow. All in all, yeah. Go on, it's like, yo, bro, you're tough. I mean, bro. in head-to-head matchups. Burroughs beat him three times. Mahomes has beat him one time. I'm just going more so on some, yo, and if Mahomes was in the league, we would be raving about how Burrow has been blazing this shit up, like yeah. what he's done. Yeah. But Mahomes is literally, bro, this boy has made history since the first time I was a starter. It's been history. Yeah, yeah. And we're getting, it's like, it's the LeBron shit. Yeah. We're getting jaded. Cause the nigga is so he's making it look out so easy. World yeah, he's making you look so yeah, it, it regular. Lost upon me. Yeah. Mahomes is really that boy of the yeah. generation, but it ain't like my leaps and bounds though. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I think Burrow we're, in a, we're right really there. in a cool generation where like yeah. the quarterbacks of this eight they're really tough, yeah. and Mahomes really got a blazing head start. But like Burrow is really that boy too. Um, so I really think it's and like I think I think Mahomes, me, but Mahomes is really that boy. Mahomes really also. Started off in a better situation, I think. A hundred percent. He took the reins from Alex Alex Smith, right? Um, in a team that was already sure. put together well. Andy Reid, a great coach. Um, and, and he's only fitting into the situation he is in. But you know, Burrow, Burrow came in the came league, though, into it, as his came senior. to a. You said what? You know, he he had his whole four, and he transferred colleges. Like, yeah, Burrow no, he had more time, but little, he came to a worse team and a worse organization. Even. And, and, and I, I, I like, and I do, I still will say. Uh, obviously, Mahomes was definitely brought up in a better environment. Like, at yeah. Bengals, I have to literally change the chapter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all were yeah, nothing. Yeah. So that's a big thing. But I also do the only thing I and again, it don't weigh more than like home shit. But I will just give to Burrow, and this is to his credit. It's not to knock, but Burrow was really like when he came in the league and people, were, and I think he got injured his first. He season. did. Yeah. He, so he, the, it was really the second first season. Year, yeah, yeah. And people were like, oh my god, I was like, yo, bro, this this dude, you know, he old, he, he not a, he not a young boy, you yeah. know, he's he's twenty. Like by the time he had his first season, he was like 23, 24. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm fully healthy. I'm yeah. like, yo, bro, like this dude is older than the prospects y'all are gassing, yeah, like yeah. the um, Kyler Murray is coming yeah, out, Deshaun yeah, Watson, yeah, yeah, like yeah. bro, bro, older than all these yeah. boys, like. Don't think that he needs some time. Like, he's yeah, ready. Yeah. Like, to be honest, LSU, I've never seen, to be honest, a more ready quarterback. That yeah. whole last season and, was like, and, bro, this boy is and then you talk about, ready for the league. <laughs> so, like, that's one of those programs. I don't think that's that even gets enough credit. Like, you hear, like, oh, Alabama is basically an NFL program. You know what I'm saying? It's like it gets I mean, the, yeah, their boys yeah. NFL ready. LSU, bro, I mean, it's been well spoken about, but Justin Jefferson was on that team. Uh, uh um jamar chase was on that team you know what i'm saying like it's really it's really crazy to think about three of the best offensive players in the league right now played together at lsu i would say though lsu did like kind of have a resurgence towards the end of the 2010s because i will mm -hmm. say lsu fell off they did fall off. they, they, they did like, fall off because yeah like i understand like i understand lsu used to be one of those teams LSU that like crazy. they weren't my favorite college basketball team but they were a college a, a college football, football team right. or program but they were one of those ones that I would always pay attention to. After the Russell days. Yeah, I was about to say, Jamarcus Russell was there, right? Yeah, they yeah, yeah. tough. Cliff. Yeah. Then in, I forgot that Coach Steve. Oh, Coach O. I forgot. The dude with the voice. I forgot. He yeah, I can't remember in, his name. And, yeah, he changed the, the whole culture. And now they back two-day ways. Yeah. And then before that, it was because of Les Miles, right? It was the yeah. coaching. Like, it was the coaching thing. Yeah. They just had yeah. to really get that culture. Coaching and culture. Yeah. Once that's good, like, LSU is like, yo, bro, we're breeding grounds for recruits. Yeah. We can, we can bring the recruits. You facts. Know? Facts. So, yeah. All right, so, man. That's going to do it for today's episode. Sure. Um, everybody sure. have a good weekend. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. Bet that. Early. Early.